1: Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Today is a very special occasion. Indeed, for the first time, we are doing a live broadcast. I have in the studio with me the lovely Cuckoldress Venus, and we're going to be doing this episode live, interacting with our fans and having them ask us questions in real time. So without any further ado, here is the episode. Enjoy. All right. I want to welcome everybody to the first ever live broadcast of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I'm your host, Michael C., and I am sitting here live in studio with the lovely Cuckoldress Venus. Why don't you say hi to everybody, Venus?
0: Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> and tonight we're trying something new. You know, we're doing this to kind of interact with our, our fans and our listeners and, and just do something more interactive. You know, so we're going to try to answer as many of your questions uh, as we can. I'd like to keep questions on the more informational side. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not trying to have anybody use their napkins, you know. (laughs) So I I, I really do want to keep things, you know, like I said, informational, but I'm sure I'm sure a few will. We'll, we'll get in there. <laughs> I said, nuts. <laughs> we, we, we may share a few you know, intimate things. I just don't want it to be the focus of the show. That's all. I don't want it to be like a phone sex line kind of thing.
2: Uh, what?
1: Welcome, Russ. <laughs> I see you in there. So um, there's still people set to arrive, but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and get started. I actually had someone uh, submit some questions. Uh, beforehand so and i kind of talked about it briefly a minute ago so that question was what do bulls really talk about amongst themselves what do bulls really talk about amongst themselves do you mock the husbands talk about the wives compare notes about who's better in bed what is it like behind the scenes
2: <laughs> love that question <laughs>
1: <laughs> well of course we you know we 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 talk about You know, and this is mainly going on at parties, like we don't really hang out socially, you know, maybe a few bulls I'll I'll get together with and hang out with. And, you know, we'll talk about, you know, a new wife that we're seeing, you know, especially if it's a real freaky kind of wife that enjoys groups. You know, you're always kind of mining for participation, like, yo, I'm going to need some help with this one. You know, of course, guys always want to see a picture, so you always make sure you have a picture of her handy, you know, or if it's somebody that you know from a site, a swinger site or something, they're like, yo, do you know user, you know, XYZ? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with her. And they'll be like, yeah, man, she's the truth or she's legit or she's this. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's not good news. You know, like, "Yeah, yeah man, she's kind of crazy. You know, her husband's kind of strange you know, whatever the case may be, but for the most part, it's it's good things that we say about the wives. Um, do we mock the husbands? I would say no, and the reason why I say no is because at least the people who I associate with, we understand the lifestyle, so we understand the importance of the husbands, so we don't do anything to mock them or belittle them because we know that this would not be happening if it, if it wasn't for them, you know? so we definitely understand the part that they play in all of this. So as far as, you know, do we mock the husbands? You know, I don't, I don't play that. My guys know that, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for the lifestyle. So if they do, they know not to bring it around me. You know, uh, they, they, they keep that kind of talk away from me because I, I always make sure that, uh, the husbands, you know, especially the cucks are respected because the cucks are more likely to be disrespected, you know, whereas the stag type husbands, you know, they're usually pretty good at keeping the guys in line, you know, but the, the cuckold husbands, you know, guys sometimes think that they can talk to them, you know, any old kind of way. And I make sure that they know that that's not going to happen on my watch, Mm -hmm. you know, and guys are usually pretty respectful of that. You know, if they come to, you know, to, to my functions. Hello, Tammy. Glad to have you here. Now being at this is the first time there may be a few little hiccups here and there. So I just hope everybody kind of, kind of bears with us. No, no, no. This is everybody just listening today, Russ. Don't get me wrong. I might bring you in later, but for now, this is just everybody listening to me and Venus running our mouths, <laughs> you know, but now let me kind of pose that question to you, Venus. I mean, I know that you have a partner in crime who you, you know, you like to roll. Do you guys compare notes? Do you talk about bulls that you play with? Do you recommend guys? Do you say, no, you need to take that guy off your list? Like what do you talk about?
0: Oh yeah, we talk about all of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really lucky that um I'm open with my girlfriends about Ah, uh, Anne everything. is
1: here. Hello, Anne. Hi, Anne. Yeah, she was making sure I was taking care of you. <laughs> she was, she was getting on me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that I've got this uh, really great relationship with my girlfriends where we talk about everything and um, there's no censorship or anything like that. So um, I talk to them <laughs> all the time about guys that I'm with or um, some sometimes guys who were really great some who weren't so <laughs> we get into all the nitty-gritty details
1: <laughs> yeah that's what's up
0: and as far as like talking about it with other cuckoldresses like um ones who i i know online and stuff yeah sure we do talk about different bowls that we've been with and who we recommend and who we might not
1: Now, one thing I want to kind of go over again, um, I said this earlier, but I know we've had some people arrive. If you go back out to the main screen of the app, you'll see an icon that says Q&A. If anybody has a question, please use that feature because it makes the question stand out to me so I don't have to follow the scroll to see a question. So just use that if you have a specific question that you'd like either myself or Venus or both of us to address it just makes things a lot a lot easier wow we have a we have a a good crowd now for those of you who don't know Anne is actually the cuckoldress that i interviewed a few episodes ago so she's actually joining us oh now did i just see another hot wife coming here My my friend i thought i saw her yeah she is in here. Welcome, M. Okay, so somebody submitted a question, so let's see what they're asking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, he just says hello to Anne. <laughs> that's not a question, Russ.
0: <laughs> he wants to make sure he says hello. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not a question. <laughs> it's okay, just 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 don't let it happen again. <laughs> So does anybody have a burning question? (laughs) Sorry, he likes to talk. (laughs) Does anybody have something? I have my questions here that I'll kind of go over, but I kind of wanted to see if if you guys had something that you wanted to, you know, to, to talk about first or to have us kind of go into detail about.
0: I'm sure we'll have some along the way.
1: Okay, we got another question that popped in. Okay, somebody says, what do you think of the terminology of the hot wife cuckolding lifestyle? Seems like we have to tag everything. Um, Well, what I say when it comes to that, it's kind of mixed feelings. You know, Um, as long as what you're doing as a couple works for the two of you, I would say that labels are not important but where labels do come into play is when you're selecting that bull to play with. In other words, if you're a cuckolding couple, you're gonna have different requirements for your bull than a hot wife couple would. So you want to, so in that sense, a label is important because you wanna make sure that you're dealing with the bull who is familiar with the cuckolding lifestyle because they do require a different set of skills. You know, but as far as you know, you and your you know and your partner, I don't think labels are really important. As long as what's working is working for the two of you, as long as you're both happy and feeling fulfilled, then I, I don't get caught up too much in the labels. But I do find that they do come into play when you're seeking out that that bull to be a part of your dynamic. What do you think about labels, Venus?
0: Yeah, I do get caught up in the label mm-hmm. part of it. I, it's just because I I'm, I try to really understand the dynamic that um, someone is enjoying, and uh, some like it does bug me when people are labeling things wrong. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does it bugs me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do like people to understand, you know. Um, And so I guess I kind of look at labels as like training wheels in a bike. You know, like I do, you know, they they do serve a purpose in the beginning to kind of funneling people in the right direction and kind of helping them understand, you know, uh, what's going on. But once you get comfortable with it, like a bike, those training wheels can come off. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I find that I use them a lot because I feel like I'm always in kind of teaching mode. So I do use them a lot, but I find that I don't use them as much like at my parties because I'm dealing with people, you know, who are actively involved in a lifestyle. Yeah. They know what they're looking for. They know what they want. So I don't, I don't really use them, you know, at, at my parties as much. And you know, the the hot wife aspect of it, that's become kind of universal, even if it's a cuckoldress, just because, let's be honest, hot wife just, it, it flows off the tongue better, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, it, you know, there is a difference as far as how they see them. So some wives really embrace the term, you know, cuckoldress. Some wives find it a little too cumbersome, you know, so they just kind of embrace the term you know, the hot wife term. Uh, is Venus still single? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know.
0: Oh, put me on the spot. Well, that,
1: that's the question. Who's
0: asking this? Uh, Alex. <laughs> Alex. Yes, yes, I'm single.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, Alex. Yes, yeah, she is still single. Um, does Venus like to video her encounters?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: <laughs> and then for the next part of the question, no, she won't be sharing them.
0: No, <laughs> they're private.
1: Yeah, so they're, yeah, they're, they're consider private. Consider yourself
0: very lucky if you've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do like, I like having some video. Um, I also like having some pictures. I also like having some audio clips. That's really fun. I don't know, there's something about... Um, there's something about being able to like just listen that I love so much. I mean, that was my first cuckolding experience with having someone just listen. So for me, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I just find it so hot.
1: Now, now Anne is the, uh, the, the, the champion of that. Yes, you
0: know, yeah. Yes. Anne, and
1: Anne is in here. You know, she's.
0: She understands how yeah, sexy she, that is. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's, she's all she about the that. audio. She loves teasing her cuck with. You know. There's
0: something about that. It's just so sexy. I don't know. I think because you just have to really kind of close your eyes and just imagine what's happening at that time. But you've got, to, like, I like to do it with like a little bit of dialogue too. So I don't know. There's <laughs> something so fucking sexy about it. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> no,
1: somebody had asked if you videoed, <laughs> if you if you videoed your encounter. Right. <laughs> okay, John would like to know, do you think the demise of Tumblr will slow down the lifestyle? Um I it, I'm not naive enough to say it won't affect it at all because there were a lot of people, you know, on Tumblr, but I've seen like this mass migration of people from Tumblr coming over to Twitter. So as long as Twitter doesn't all of a sudden pull the plug because Twitter is a, a big resource for a lot of people, you know, to, you know, to, to find us and to find out about the lifestyle and, and connect with people. Um, but I don't, I don't see Tumblr having too much of an effect as long as, as Twitter is still functioning the same way. If they ever get to the point where they kind of take on, you know, uh, Tumblr's method of, yeah, we don't want any more porn on here, you know, because Twitter doesn't rely on the adult aspect the same way that Tumblr did. I I think Tumblr kind of underestimated, you know, uh, how much their site was used for that. Whereas I think Twitter could function very easily without any kind of adult influence. So hopefully they won't do that. You know, hopefully they'll remain open and kind of friendly to, you know, us type of people. But um, I don't I don't think we'll really feel much from from Tumblr's demise.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I never used Tumblr a lot, so I, I don't know. I just feel like it was just a bunch of porn. (laughs) 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 which I don't feel like it really contributes all that well to this lifestyle. I understand the role that it has or the part that it plays in it, but I don't think it contributes to it. Well.
1: Okay. John wants to know one of the biggest, strangest things I have noticed in the past couple of years, how many young people getting into the lifestyle, 18 and 30 year olds, good or bad? Um, I would say it's good. Um, because it's increasing awareness of it. I think a big part of that, I actually had a conversation with somebody, uh, about this the other day. Uh, a big part of it is the internet. I mean, you figure a lot of the, you know, the established couples, the couples who've been married for 15, 20, 30 years, you know, lifestyle stuff on the internet wasn't as big when they were younger. So it it just wasn't available to them to find out not to say that they didn't have kinky thoughts. So they weren't you know, swinging or something like that. It just wasn't a lot of, you know, of cuckolding information out there. Whereas with the, you know, the younger people getting into it, they come into it already knowing about cuckolding and hot mm-hmm. and they already know that, you know, that that's what they want. So when they meet somebody, they're immediately trying to steer, you know, their relationship, you know, in that way. Um, if I, if I did have to say, is there a con to that? I would probably say that the older couples who get into it, they're more established. So they're more secure in the bonds that they have with each other. And maybe they with their relationships can withstand more rocky patches than maybe a younger couple can who, you know, who doesn't have that benefit of years in the trenches mm-hmm. together you know, but more power to them, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some success stories and some failures, just like, you know, the couples who are more established, but I definitely, I definitely see an influx of younger people, you know, coming into the lifestyle. And I, I attribute that to, you know, to just the, the, you know, the rise of, and the ease of being able to find things on on the internet. What do you think about that?
0: I love it. I think it's so great. I think it's fantastic. I think, um, for young people to be sort of challenging this idea of monogamy or the traditional relationship is great, whether that be like um, polyamory or just swinging or just open relationships or um, cuckolding, hot hotwifing, whatever. But the fact that they're learning about it and, um, and having an open mind to it is great because i mean like you said it just wasn't the information just wasn't there before mm-hmm. at all You'd like people just didn't know about it so i think it's fantastic i love it but <laughs> i also do agree that a cuck it's a it's a very emotionally challenging thing to go through even though it's such a fantastic relationship i think that you have to have this kind of emotional maturity to be able to uh, really handle that. And maybe someone who's younger with less relationship experience, they might not have that.
1: Yeah, I think that they definitely might find the road, you know, a bit rockier, but mm-hmm. also kind of spinning off of that. One thing that I do see, and you know, it's almost kind of like the way that you came into it, where you have these women who are embracing the fact that, you know, I want my cake and I want to eat it too and then they discover this so the women are just as enthusiastic about it as as the men are mm-hmm. you know so i i think that in those kinds of you know scenarios maybe they have a better shot as opposed to the couple where he's trying to talk her into something yeah he's something. trying to
0: convince her <laughs> you
1: know yeah, i think <laughs> yeah. that if they if they're both going into it and it's something that they're both kind of on the same page i think i think that it can work you yeah. know like there's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and seeking it out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in that situation. I was in that situation. You know, as I've said before, I live with two women. I knew I wanted to live with two women before I started looking for the first one. Mm-hmm. So that was my goal. If I met somebody who who didn't fit that, then I kept it moving, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I wasn't trying to force them into being involved in something that they didn't want to be a part of. So I think it's a good thing to know what it is you want, but also being aware enough to know that if this is not for them, then I got to let them go no matter how perfect they may be in the other areas. Like these are deal breakers for me and being able to, you know, to stick to your guns. Now I do see the questions kind of backing up. So I'm going to, we're going to get to everybody's questions. So don't feel like, you know, there's like a cue, of of questions so we're hey, I
0: yeah. love that. What's the next one? What's the next one?
1: Okay. Uh, okay, so let me get this question out of here. Okay, what is harder to find, a good cook or a good bull?
2: Oh
0: shit, these are good questions.
1: <laughs> this, is, oh, this is I love it. <laughs> this is for you. This is your this is your territory right here cuz I'm oh. I'm looking for neither.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a question for me. Okay. Shit, that's a really hard question. Um, Okay, I'm definitely, okay, after thinking about it, I'm gonna say a cuck is definitely harder to find. Um, Because, for me anyway, because it's, in order to be able to be in a relationship with someone in this lifestyle, you have to have some chemistry, some connection with them not just someone that you're casually dating that you've met a couple times or whatever. Um, and so that in itself is hard to find. Um, it's extremely hard to find. So yes, it's difficult to find a bull that is um, going to be a good fit for you, but you're way more, I feel like more likely to find the bull than you are to find uh, a single person who's the right match for you in this Lifestyle. Sometimes I feel like I'm more likely to get hit by lightning than find someone, but yeah, it's not easy.
2: <laughs>
0: next question.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see. What's the next question here? Does Venus enjoy people watching her?
0: Yes. Oh, fucking love these questions. <laughs> oh my God. I love these questions. I love being watched. And you know what? That's something that, um, I loved, even before I got into this lifestyle, I, when I was experimenting and exploring my sexuality in the swingers' lifestyle um, in their community, I loved to go to the parties because I loved to be watched. And for me, that was just a thrilling experience. And all my girlfriends will say the same thing, I'm like, yeah, she likes to be watched. <laughs> so I'm just really comfortable with it. I. It, it's a, it's always a good time when I've got somebody there watching. It's not that I'm necessarily paying all the attention to them because I'm not really, I mean, I'm sort of, I know that they're, but, um, I just, I'm really comfortable with people watching. So that helps a lot in this lifestyle. <laughs>
1: well, there you have it. It's a bonus. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's a question. Somebody asked me, Michael, have you ever fallen in love with a cuckold's wife?
0: There's another good
1: question. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to those of you who just joined. I see we have some, um, some people who just joined, so welcome. Um, again, I'll say to the new people, if you have a question um, on the, the home page of the app, you'll see a Q&A icon at the bottom. Uh, please use that to submit your questions. It just makes it easier for me to see that as opposed to trying to follow the, uh, the chat scroll. Have I ever fallen in love with a cuckold's wife? Uh, short answer is no. And the reason why is, as a bull, personally, I feel a certain level of responsibility. And that is, I know that for me, I'm not going to say that this is routine, but I've, I've done this before. Whereas for them, it might be new or they still might be fairly new to it. So I have to kind of keep my antenna up and recognize you know, if I see her kind of crossing the line. And if I do feel that, then I have to immediately step back because that's not why I'm in this. I'm not in this to break up anybody's marriage. I'm in this to strengthen what they have. You know, I'm not here to destroy anything or tear down anything. You know, honestly, you know, relationship-wise, my hands are already full. So that's the last thing on my mind uh, when I start dealing with a couple. And not only that, but to be honest with about it, I, I'm not delusional. And what I mean by that is when I hear about guys falling in love with a cuck's wife or a hot wife or something, I'm like, well, who are you really falling in love with? You know, like when I deal with the wife, I'm dealing with her in a very specific moment. And that is, I'm dealing with her when she's horny. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how she is after a bad day at work. You know, honestly, I don't, I don't know how she is when she's on her period. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she is when, she's, when she argues. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know she's very- She's
0: with her kids.
1: Yeah, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know how she is outside of this very limited space. Like, truth be told, if I knew all of that stuff, I might not even like her. You know, so- <laughs> So I never lose sight of the fact that, you know, I'm dealing with her in a very kind of one dimensional way. So when I hear about, you know, guys falling in love with the wife, you know, to me, it's like, okay, what are you actually like, who are you actually falling in love with? Like, what do you really know about this person? It's not like you're spending time other than sexual times with them. So for me, no, I've never fallen in love with the wife and I personally, I make it a point of always involving the husband in the sense of, you know, if it's a a hot wife stag type of dynamic, you know, I'll make sure that she thanks her husband. Like, I always keep her husband on her mind. Like, even if we're alone, you know, hey, let's take a picture for your husband. Hey, let's send a video to your husband. You know, like, I never really make it about just the two of us. Just her, yeah. Yeah, and if it's a cuckold couple, then... You know, I always make sure that you know how lucky she is to find, a, to, you know, to have found a man who embraces her that way and gives her the freedom to go after after what she wants. You know, so I'm kind of like constantly like, hey, don't forget about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you're married. You know, <laughs> let's not forget about this guy. You know, because you know, like I said, I don't, I don't want that. You know, and I feel like any bull who who goes into it, you know, trying to do that or who allows himself to kind of develop those kinds of feelings. Maybe he's not as experienced as he, you know, as he lets on. Because, no, I mean, but I've had
0: cucks who specifically want me to have a love relationship with, uh, with one bull. And I've had more than a few who have... Like, this is the, what they want, which is so surprising to me because I'm like, that is the most risky situation.
1: Yeah, I've, I've encountered that. You're right. You know, and I've, I've had, you know, like I've had, I don't know what's the word. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, the question was, have I fallen in love? You know, and. The short answer is no. Yes, yeah, the short answer <laughs> is no. Um, but I mean, I've had you know, relationships with wives where it was more than just a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, you know, it's being able to compartmentalize and understand that, you know, I'm not going to say it's acting, but it it is in a sense, like making sure she understands that, you know, Hey, it's not that I don't really have, you know, really good feelings for you, but I'm not trying to go to that place. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to make what you have more complicated and and everything like that, because it, it can cause, you know, it can cause, uh, Complications when uh, she would like to work okay he, uh what listen I know he's his wife has been playing he says that uh his wife and her bull go out of their way to reassure him that he has nothing to fear, and that his wife is his so that's that's cool when you have a bull who understands that mm-hmm. you know because. You know i'd be lying if i said I, i've seen my share of horror stories yeah i mean i've seen wives fall in love with bulls and leave their husband leave yeah. their families yeah you know like it it happens um and that's why one of the first episodes i did you know the importance of finding a, a good bull because some people kind of go into it with their eyes closed or not paying attention and they let the wrong people into their relationship
0: yeah it's a common
1: pitfall. Yeah, and it, you know, it fucks shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, let the wrong, if you let the wrong person into your house. Okay, let's clear. We got another question. Good. These questions, please keep these questions coming. We I love, love it. them. We love it. We, we definitely <laughs> love it.
0: What's the next
1: one? Um, okay. A while ago, I listened to a podcast by a black man complaining he wasn't living up to the black bull stereotype. Yeah. Oh. He felt this whole fetish was stripping him, of, stripping him of his blackness. How do non-bullish black guys feel about that? Is it even possible to answer that question? Okay, the first part of that question, this is actually something that we that we talked about earlier. Um, I've encountered those kind of guys, you know, that, hey, I'm more than just a BBC or, you know, I don't like the term bull or, or what have you. And my thing is, like, if you feel that way, that's fine. Don't mess with women who are looking for that. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's how you feel, then leave, like, no one's putting a gun to your head making you deal with these women. You can be involved with, you know, with with white women, with Asian women, with whoever, without dealing with hot wives. I mean, you can go to a, a bar. You can go to the gym. I mean, there are plenty of places to meet women. Like, you don't have to be in this lifestyle. But if you're going to be in this lifestyle, you have to understand that, you know, that fantasy is a big part of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a game that we're all playing. We all have our parts to play. And if you're if the way that you view yourself is so paper thin that that can make you question your own blackness or boldness, then, you know, you you know you you've got some hard questions to ask and answer yourself, mm-hmm. you know because that it, it's you know being referred to as a BBC or a boy. it's never made me look at myself any day. I know who I am mm-hmm. you know I'm very secure in who i am and and no way that anybody within this lifestyle looks at me is going to change that you yeah. know, and so if you don't have that level of confidence and security in yourself then you need to do some self-evaluating before continuing on in this lifestyle. How about you, Venus? Have you ever had a conversation with somebody that that has those kind of feelings?
0: Mm, not really. I mean, I've encountered black guys who uh, have struggled with the role of being a black bull um, because they just felt like it was a real push for their, uh, pushing their nature a little bit. Like they just weren't, they had to sort of pretend to... to to play that role. But yeah, no, I've never had anyone who was really truly uncomfortable about the BBC aspect of it. Most guys just jump right on board. (laughs) 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 They're like, hell yes.
1: (laughs) All righty. Now he did the second part to this question. He said, also this guy said that uh, interracial porn was the same thing in the West as the well, as a tentacle monster from outer space from the Japanese, a play on desire and fear. Are black men still viewed as dangerous aliens? Ooh. Oh, that's a deep one.
0: A very deep one.
1: Um, I guess the short answer would be to some people, there's still that taboo, there's still that you know, that, that element of danger, uh, I could tell sometimes because I'll, I'll see somebody post something like, Hey, how do I get my wife into black men? And somebody will give an answer like, Hey, dress her like a slut and take her to a bar in a bad part of town. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Like, what what are you trying to do? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you trying to get them hurt? (laughs) You know? So I guess to some people that, you know, that, that dangerous part kind of you know, plays a part in it. I mean, if you look at a lot of interracial porn and this is one of the reasons why I kind of stopped. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why a, I stopped watching and B why I appreciate uh, what Greg Lansky has done with black.com is it always seemed like the black guys in porn, you know, bad part of town, you know, wife beaters, do rags, baggy clothes, you know, hey, I'm breaking into your house, just playing to all the stereotypes. And, it, and there, you know, and there wasn't any balance, you know. And then Greg Lansky comes along and now you see his Black series and it's, you know, it's guys dressed in suits and, mm-hmm. and professional offices and nice apartments. And, you know, it's shot beautifully and the women are beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's lighting
0: not, is amazing. Yeah, it's not
1: just... <laughs> hey, the only women that want to play with black guys are like skanks, you know, it's like, hey, these are beautiful women that would be desired by anybody, but yet they, you know, they want to, you know, they want to play with black men. So I I can appreciate that he's, that he's bringing balance to the force. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, so, yeah, so I, I definitely appreciate that question. I appreciate people kind of thinking about this in the, in the broader sense and thinking about uh, the real world implications of things. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a very good question. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Who would we have next here? We have James who says, uh, okay. I am a bull for a local couple and looking for another. How many couples do you cut? How many is too many?
0: Um, I love these bull questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, i guess i'm me personally you know i'm able to juggle multiple couples um it's different for you know each bull i mean for me part of the reason why is to kind of go back to that earlier question it keeps things at a certain distance you know you're not seeing me every week yeah you know but then again like i said i live in an area Um, where there are a lot of parties going on. So for the wives that I do play with, they're not dependent on me for their sexual pleasure. You know, like if if we can't get together, they'll just go to a party, Mm -hmm. you know, and I never put any kind of restrictions or limitations on, No, Hey, I don't want you to play with that guy. Like I don't restrict them. You're a slut. You love to fuck, go fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, all I ask is just make sure you tell me about it. I like to hear about it, <laughs> you know, so uh, for me doing it that way, you know, it allows me to kind of maybe handle more than, you know, someone whose situation or whose set of circumstances are different. Uh, but that all depends on the, you know, the ability of the bull and 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 how you're able to kind of juggle those personalities and and all i would say is that if you are just be honest about it you know like if a couple wants to be the only couple that you deal with you know if you can't be that then be mad enough to let them know that i i'm not looking for just one couple yes you know so that's all i would say about that you know i've i've, I've never had any problem you know with with you know with couples wanting to be the only couple that I play with, you know, I guess a lot of that comes from they already know about me before I get involved with them. So they would know. that. Yeah, it's even- the
0: same with me and my bulls. Like they all know about each other. They know that there's never, it's never just them. <laughs> I'm like straight up about that right from the beginning. <laughs>
1: So, yeah. So to answer your question, how many is too many that that's all on the individual, you know, it's, it's all about what you can handle. And, you know, if that couple cause you don't want to be selfish. Like you, as, as long as that couple is understanding and fulfilled with what they're getting from you, but if they're feeling shortchanged, then maybe you need to ask yourself, okay, am I doing too much? Am I spread too thin? You know, because you want it to be a mutually beneficial type of type of situation. So that that's what I would say about that. Okay, this question is actually wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I I thought Russell was asking me a question about Tammy. I'm like, why are you asking me a question about your wife? But now I see he's saying that Tammy has the question. Do you have age limits? And if so, what are they? Um, Older or younger? Well, I guess I'll, I'll answer both. Younger, I, I'm not trying to go to jail, so I'll just say that. <laughs> um, older, no, I don't. I mean, I've, you know, I've played with women who are into their 60s. You know, I, I just kind of take everybody on an individual, you know, case-by-case basis. So I don't, I don't really pay too much attention to age. I'm more concerned with where is your head? You know, how do you think? You know, how do you, how do you carry yourself? You know, because just because a person is young doesn't mean that they're immature, and just because a person is older doesn't mean that they're mature. Yeah, you know. So I don't, I don't really pay too much attention to, you know, to age. Uh, I guess I don't, you know, I don't want to give anybody a heart attack. So I don't want you know, to get a, you know, I want to go too old, you know. But yeah, I don't, I don't really pay too much attention to to age personally. <laughs> okay, we have a question uh, from a hot wife, uh, hot wife M. How often should one interact with a potential bull? Um, okay, you say potential bull. So I'm going to kind of need you to um, to kind of go into that a little bit more. Do you mean interact with as far as... Because when you say potential, what I'm hearing is you haven't yet fucked him yet. So are you asking me how much contact you should you have with a potential bull before you've become physical with them, or how much contact should you have after you've become physical with them? And while I'm waiting for clarification on that, somebody wants to ask you Venus, have you ever fallen for a bull?
0: Oh, I was hoping someone would not ask me this one.
1: Oh, good question. <laughs> I
0: was like, Oh, thank God. Nobody asked me that. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll, I'll, this one. Okay, um, I had a bull about three years ago who I enjoyed a lot. I actually, wrote him, I wrote about him on my blog, Tyson. And um, oh, dropping
1: names. Okay.
0: Well, no, that's his.
1: Oh, okay, that's a stage name. Stage name. Okay. Tyson
0: On my blog, so um, I spent a lot of time with him um, because I was single at the time. And he knew about this cuckolding thing. Like, he knew all about it. He knew about, like, being a bull and stuff like that. And uh, we we just spent a lot of time together. And over, like, a period of about three months, this guy just fell totally and completely in love with me. And it's not that I didn't have feelings for him. I, I cared about him a lot. Um, but I didn't like love him in the way that he loved me and it just got so complicated because the sex was fucking phenomenal like I don't think I'll ever have that again but um he's on a whole different level but I I had to give all of that up just because I knew that I could never be happy with just him and I couldn't give him that kind of love that he wanted in return. So, um, no, I haven't really, I haven't fallen in love with a bull like that, but I guess that was the closest that I ever came and shit, that was messy. Like that poor guy (laughs) got his fucking heart broken. Like just, yeah, it was, it was tough. Because I still miss his dick. I, I miss it so much. I was just talking about him yesterday. I'm like, to my friend, I'm like, I missed his dick so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I can't contact him because I'm like, no, I should be too hard on him.
1: Well, as a boy, it's nice when, you, when your dick is missed. Wow, oh, that, fuck. That's it a, was phenomenal. That's a, that's a nice feeling when your <laughs>
0: dick is missed. <laughs> I miss that a lot.
1: <laughs> okay, let's see. Next question. Venus and Michael, what ways of involving the cuck do you get the most pleasure from? You go first.
0: What ways? Okay, so uh, there's so many. Um, it's hard to say which one is my favorite. I did say earlier that um, having him listen is one of my favorites for sure. It, it just, it involves so much imagination, but they, I like to do like a little, like if he's not around, I'll do like a little video clip where I'm getting ready mm. or maybe I'm in a taxi on my way to um, like where I'm going and I'll just do a little video clip and talk about like how I'm feeling, what I'm doing and what I'm wearing and stuff like that. Those little things I love the most. Mm -hmm. Sure, I love him to watch. And yes, I love him to clean up afterwards. And I love telling him all about it afterwards. But I don't know. There's something about that little tease right beforehand that's just amazing. um, But also... Yeah, just having him listen, whether he's listening on the phone or I'm recording something for him to listen to later. I don't know. That's just just really hot. (laughs) My favorite things to do.
1: Okay, for me, let's see. My favorite way. Hmm. I guess it it depends. If there are a couple who enjoy. Like the more a couple is into, then the bigger I feel the playground is, is for me to play in, the bigger the sandbox is for me to play in. So I find that I get a lot of pleasure out of dealing with couples who enjoy chastity and, you know, chastity and, and humiliation, because like I said, it, it, it gives me more options, you know, whether it's, you know, when I'm about to arrive you know, this is how I want you dressed. This is how I want you positioned. I just like taking control. I like couples who just immediately fall in line, and then you know, and then I, I I'm able to kind of get my Steven Spielberg on. Mm, I'm, so I'm when just, the
0: cuck is obedient.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just directing everything. Like I enjoy having all of that fleshed out, all of that pressure of the evening on my shoulders. Mm. You know, orchestrating. Okay, I want you here. I want you there. I want you doing this. I want you doing that and just kind of keeping them both you know engaged whether it's you know uh you know come over here and do this with your wife she likes it when you do this you know hold her legs open you know guide me into her you know even something as simple as hey go get my drink or you know if i'm go
0: get a towel yeah exactly exactly <laughs> if
1: i'm working up a sweat hey go get me a towel and towel off my brow while i'm <laughs> you know while i'm pounding your wife you know just the whole orchestration aspect of it you know and the build up before it you know like if i have a date with a couple you know that evening or the next day you know being able to to get him worked up you know finding ways to you know get him to that edge before i even arrive you know because i find that that makes him much more in that headspace that i need him to be in as opposed to not having any contact with them and just showing up at the door
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know because that's kind of like you're kind of starting cold mm-hmm. whereas when you have something planned you know i can start the day before so by the time i get there he's he's ready yeah you know and you know, she's taking her cues from him by how much he's enjoying it. So, it just makes everything...
0: Everybody's turned on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, it just...
0: Everybody's excited.
1: Yeah. I guess the short answer is I I just relish being a bull and everything that comes with it. Yeah. You know, like, I embrace everything. Like, I don't see the husband as a... Necess- like, some bulls see the husband as kind of a necessary evil. Like, okay, I got to deal with this to get to that. Yeah. So, I will... I don't really look at it like that. Like I enjoy them as a couple. Yeah. You know, like I don't necessarily want to play with her alone. Like I want you to see what I'm doing to her. Yeah. You know, I want you to see how she's responding to me. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel the need to be, you know, uh, alone with her.
0: That was a good question.
1: No, absolutely. We're getting, to, Oh God, we're getting so many good questions. <laughs> Okay, do you expect all of your cucks to be locked in chastity, or is this something you two both discuss? I'll let you is chastity a big thing for you Venus
0: i love it it's not it's definitely not something that's like uh mandatory, but um I have learned to really love um aspects of it, and I enjoy it so if if the guy that I'm dating is open minded to it then then that's really great. It doesn't have to be locked up all the time. I can be nice. I can let him out.
2: <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I do like it. I like it a lot. But Like I said, it doesn't ha- it's not mandatory.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's not, again, I don't impose what I like on a couple. I let them kind of find what they enjoy. But I do enjoy couples who enjoy chastity. Like I said, it gives me more in the sandbox to play with.
0: Yeah. There's something about having that key on a chain around my neck that I love so much. It's this overwhelming feeling that when I don't have one around my neck, I pout. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to keep me happy.
1: (laughs) All right. Going to the next question. We used to be in a swinger lifestyle, but found but found it truly fake and very false. What do you guys think of swingers?
2: Oh,
0: great question! You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I know your answer. To this. We've talked about this. Um, first of all, I will say that from for me and my experience, the swingers community was a a wonderful environment. For me, as a solo woman, to be able to feel safe to explore my own sexuality, and for that, I will always be grateful. I think for a lot of couples or nearly all of the people i 've met in the swinging community have been just amazing people they 're so non judgmental they 're so open minded i 've had very, very few negative experiences so it was pretty, it's, it's an incredible community. I'll say that, but, um, there's just something about the, the whole, um, it's very, it, it, there is, there's a heavy emphasis on, uh, girl on girl play within the swinging community that, um, for me, it got boring after a little a while, so I don't know. I just was like, I've been there. I've done that, and it seems like every couple is just looking for a unicorn, and I was that unicorn for several years, and I had lots of fun with it, but then I just was like, okay, I'm done <laughs> done with this. But it's, it's kind of weird, I think, now that like there's so much bisexuality encouraged uh, on the female side in the swing community, and yet there's like zero when it comes to on the male side, which is kind of strange. If you think about it, (laughs) I understand it, but at the same time, it just makes me think it's a little odd.
1: Okay. Um, I guess, I guess from, from my perspective, what I've seen in, in, in with couples is first of all, it's, it's hard to get four people on the same page. You know couples have often have a lot a lot of rules, and I guess for me, the thing that I've noticed is for a lot of men who are in this lifestyle with a partner, I find it interesting that you have this woman who, let's be honest you've gotten you've benefited a lot from having her, like she has brought you so much pussy during your time in this lifestyle. And I find that I don't really enjoy being around the mentality that a lot of husbands and swinger couples have, which is she can't play unless I can play. Like they're perfectly fine with another woman being brought into the room, Mm -hmm. but a single guy coming into the room, you know, it's a whole different story. Yeah. They're like, well, what's in it for me? And I'm like, if you can't take one night where it's, just it's, about yeah, her. where it's just about her, like, do you have to be involved every single time? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you walked into a party and there were two guys and eight women as a husband, would you be trying to leave that party? No, you would want to stay. <laughs> but you change that around if you walked into a party and there were two women and eight guys, you know, you'd be like, oh no, we got to go. Why? Yeah. Why do you have to leave? Yeah,
0: it's such a good point. <laughs>
1: you know, and yeah. <laughs> and that's why I find that I enjoy parties that even if it's couples parties that are open to single males because they're more likely to be populated by husbands who enjoy seeing their wives play. Yeah. And I just find that I like being around that that mentality more. And you know, I don't I don't not going to say that I see swinger couples as fate, but one of the things that you do notice when you go to like say if you ever go to like like some kind of like hotel takeover party or something like that, they can almost feel like an adult prom in the <laughs> sense that there 's a lot of flirting, a lot of giggling, um, very clickish um, you don 't really see any playing you know you know you might see two women they'll rub their nipples together and kiss like oh my god we're by look, <laughs> look at us we're so kinky you know and people kind of play around a little bit and then everybody retires to their own room and then all of a sudden it's empty
0: i don't know i've been to some pretty fucking crazy parties you know. but
1: well yeah like I, said, I can only go by you know like i say if you're if you're lucky enough to get You know, because you're a female, so you've never had a door shut to you. You can pretty much, you know, go. I
0: had a lot of access. (laughs) Yeah, you you know, you had
1: a lot of access. But if you're like, let's say, for example, you're a couple who's not really on the attractive side and nobody's coming up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure their experience is a lot, especially if it's a new couple. You know, you take a couple who they don't really know anybody and maybe they're not in the best of shape you know, if nobody approaches them or if nobody takes them up on, you know, on any offers or extends any offer to play, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, but you take a party where there are single males there. From what I've seen, I've been going to parties like that for years. Somebody's going to play with that woman. (laughs) (laughs) Like it might not be a line of guys waiting to play, but somebody's going to play with. And what I like about it is at a party that's single male friendly every wife gets to leave feeling good about herself yeah Yeah, that's true every wife gets to leave feeling desired and feeling lusted after Mm -hmm. and and feeling like somebody there wanted me you know as opposed to a couple's kind of thing you know there can be some resentment from both sides you know like wow that wife would have played with me but her husband didn't like you or that husband would have played with me, but you had to say that thing and turned his wife off. Yeah, You know, like there can be that kind of frustration at the end of, you know, because the husbands are always real, you know, really worked up. They want to, you know, they want to screw everything moving, <laughs> you know, but you're, as a couple, you're a package deal. Yeah. You know, so. It's a lot more complicated. Yeah. So I, I like being in an environment where I don't feel like the husbands are, are, are keeping score. I can remember a, a story. I had a party, uh, a house party one night And, you know, there was a couple who signed up and you can tell by looking at their profile because there won't be anything in the male section. It'll be like couples. Yeah, we play with couples. Females. Yeah, we play with females. And then the male part will be blank. So I always explain to those couples what kind of party it was. And he was like, yeah, no, it's cool. You know, whatever. You know, we'd like to come and check it out. And I remember they arrived kind of early. So like I said, there were there were a lot more guys than women there. And I could see his face as soon as he walked through the door. You know, he's kind of looking around and kind of assessing everything like.
0: He's like, there's nothing in it for me. Yeah, like there's nothing in it for me.
1: And I remember, he, you know, he went upstairs to go to the restroom. And then some of the other girls started talking to his wife. You know, they kind of like surrounded her and were talking to her. And you could tell she was willing to see where the night went. Like, let's play it by ear and and see where it goes. Him.
0: He's not having it. He
1: wasn't having it. And (laughs) they they left so fast, as I often say, they left skid marks at the door. (laughs) Like he couldn't. And and I think they drove like two hours to get there and he could not get out of there fast enough. And for me, it's just. It's very selfish. Yeah, there's there's such a level of selfishness because it's like this woman has brought you so much pussy over. Like you can't give her one night. Like one night, like I'm not saying you got, you got to dive, you know, headfirst into the into the hot wife lifestyle. But damn, dude, you can't just sit back and chill for one night and say, "Look, I'm I married such an amazing woman. She lets me indulge all my fantasies." If you want to bang four guys a night, go ahead. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying next week we're going to do what I want to do. But for tonight, <laughs> you go ahead and have your your fun. Like if you are not secure enough to even do that, for me personally. I just see you as a very selfish individual and I don't like being around that. So I don't, I wouldn't say that couples are fake. I just don't like being around that selfish type of, of, of energy, Mm. you know? So that's, that's how I'll answer that. Okay. Let's see. Next question. Okay. Does Venus have requirements for her bulls, height, weight, or endowment? (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) um mostly yes um I'm definitely attracted to like a certain type I tend to be athletes for some reason um but I do I do like them to be tall I like them to be Muscular, but not like a bodybuilder.
1: Right. Some kind of tone. Athletic. Yeah.
0: And um, normally they're in their 20s. Um, Some are in their 30s. A few have been in their 40s. (laughs) And (laughs) um, endowment for sure. Fuck. I just like I'm a size queen. So it has to be big or else I'm just not going to fuck him ever again. I might fuck him by accident because I didn't know he was smaller than I wanted, but that will be the only time. Like, I'm not going to call him back or anything like that. <laughs> so he's got to be big. And with that, me, I mean, like, I like nine inches. I like 10 inches and up. I like girthy. I like, I mean, I like it big. When I mean big, I mean big.
1: So that's important to okay, me. Well, there you have it, straight from, straight from the lips of Venus. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Hot Wife 801, did you hear what I said about? Uh, I, I kind of need you to go into a little bit more depth about that question that you Wow, we got a lot of questions in the queue. Um, okay, moving along. Because <laughs> no, I, I don't want her to think that we're ignoring her question. Yeah. So if you can just kind of repost it. And just kind of go into detail about what exactly you're asking because you said how often should one interact with a potential bull so i just want to make sure you're talking about before things get physical or after things get physical okay so she has another question do you think uh cucks should be allowed to have sex with hot wives or girlfriends when a bull is involved um want to give your spin on that first venus
0: Uh, so I'm, I'm, I think what she's asking is that like when the bull is fucking the wife or girlfriend, if the, is it okay if the cuck is joining in and having sex with her? My personal opinion, hell no.
1: You mean, you mean like a threesome? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if she means a threesome. I don't know. Do you mean a threesome? She was. Somebody said, okay, now I'm turned on. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well I just don't like that I mean I that's just my own personal preference I don't I don't want my cuck to be involved sexually that is experience that I'm, I'm a greedy bitch okay I just this is I'm with my bald, I it's all about me it's about, it's about my sexual experience. So when I feel like if he's coming in there with enjoying this sexual experience with me in a very physical kind of way, mm-hmm. then I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, this is not where you should be right now. Right. So I don't like that. I'm like, you go sit over there. <laughs> I'll call you when I need you. <laughs>
1: um, I think, and I, I could be wrong, but it, um, I don't know if she's maybe thinking like from a time frame standpoint, like once a bull is involved, right. should the wife be exclusive to that bull? Right. You know, or while he- he's around or while she has access, you know, to him. And I would, I would say that again, that, that comes down to the couple. I yeah, mean, it's a, yeah. yeah, because ultimately.
0: Should you fuck your cuck? Yeah. I get asked this all the time. Do you fuck your cuck? <laughs>
1: Like One of the things I found really interesting, and I've heard this from a number of cucks, is their wife will cut them off and they will beg and beg and beg and persist and persist and persist and then she'll relent. And then immediately after the act is over in their mind... He
0: regrets it, right? They,
1: they wish he would have kept the yeah. because it's almost like hitting the reset button. Yeah. Like these emotions are building and building and building and building and you're, you know, you're on edge and you're excited and, you know, everything is churning in your, in your brain and, and everything. And then she lets you have sex with her. And then it's like, you, you go back to zero mm-hmm. and all of those feelings that you had that were built up are now gone. And there's a part of them that wishes she would have just continued denying them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it depends on, on what your own particular, dynamic is i know wives who have sex with their cucks when there's nothing else available Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know but when she has bulls to choose from you know she you know she (laughs) when she has bulls to choose from then he's locked up you know but he she's locking him up because on some level they both enjoy it So I would say to answer that, that's all about what works best for the two of you. Like, I don't have any kind of like hard and fast rule as far as, okay, when she's with a bull, you're you're cut off. Like, I don't know what their dynamic is. I don't know what works for them.
0: Yeah. Every couple has a different thing going on.
1: Now, I know what some wives do is they'll allow their husband to have sex with them, but maybe they'll do something like make him wear like some kind of sheath or even like a strap extender, on or something, yeah. yeah, an extender or something so that she's getting more of a full feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of humiliating because he's in her, but he's not really in her, mm-hmm. like he's not able to feel her. And even when he comes, he's coming inside, you know, the sheath as opposed to, you know, the coming in his own wife. So that's on something that's on like a, a case by case basis. And, you know, for the cucks who truly feel like it's all about their wives, then ultimately it's about what she wants. If she wants to cut your ass off <laughs> while she's with a bull, guess what? You cut off.
0: Uh, yes. You know, you're cut <laughs> off, period. That's exactly right. If, yeah, it's if what she wants. Yeah,
1: it's what she wants. If yeah. that's what she wants, then that's, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. So deal with it. You <laughs> 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 so know, if she enjoys sex with her bull a lot better, You know, that was a good question. uh, You know, then she is with you. Then, like I said, it's 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 her world. Like my cuckoo party, they call she comes first. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's all it's all about her. She's your queen. She's your goddess. You know, you do what it takes to make that woman happy. Okay, so what do we have next? Uh, Okay, we answered that question. Uh, Okay, this is for you, Venus. Have you ever inspired another woman to try BBC? If yes, how did that make you feel? (laughs) If no, well, do you like the idea?
0: (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend is here with me. (laughs) And she just laughed in the background because (laughs) the answer is yes.
1: Oh, so the so the person who you talked into it is, is the person who's here with us now. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. Where well, do you go?
0: Yeah, she's here, and she's <laughs> it's so funny. So you're
1: the one who corrupted was, her.
0: Yeah, but it was not intentional. It was not intentional. I was just.
1: Hold on, you, you hold that thought. You hold it down. I'm going to refill my drink on that yeah, note. So you yeah, go ahead and talk. That's
0: fine. It's fine. Um, I it was not intentional. Like I I was just hanging out with more black guys because that's what I was seeking out at the time, and. So she was obviously hanging out with me when we went out. And so she was just, I don't know, hooking up with this black guys. This, they're like my black guys, it was his friends and or we were doing it together or whatever. So I didn't push her into it, but it just over gradually over time, She was fucking with more and more black guys. We were having lots of fun together. (laughs) And then just like one day she, (laughs) she said to me like, oh, she's like, uh, I don't even think I like having sex with white guys anymore. (laughs) And I just laughed because I knew that that was coming. And (laughs) even now she's, she, like her preference is black guys. Technically she is a queen of spades, but she doesn't necessarily like it's not a hard rule for her. Um she totally is attracted to black men. She's no longer really attracted to white guys at all. And she's very blunt with how the way she describes that. <laughs> yeah. She's um but so yeah, I I converted her, I guess, inadvertently. And she's She's hilarious. We went shopping today and there's a lot of black guys in New York, a lot more than where we're <laughs> from. So she was like literally <laughs> distracted and she couldn't stop staring at them all. And she was just so fucking horny after we were finished our shopping. She was like, I got to change my underwear. <laughs> I'm so fucking worked <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's... um. It's a fun experience when we go out.
1: Well, there you have it. So she has corrupted somebody and that person is actually here.
0: She's not into cuckolding, but she's definitely into black men.
1: Ooh, this is an interesting question. Would you play with a military wife uh, while her cuckold was on tour? A lot of military guys are into cuckolding.
0: Yes, they are. I
1: know <laughs> As this. As cuckolding bulls, <laughs> mega big. Um, I would, as, as long as he was aware, you know, as long as he, and I don't necessarily mean that he has to know about every bull that she's with, but as long as he knows that she's doing, like, I don't, I don't want it to be like a cheating kind of thing Yeah. for me. Um, I know some guys don't give a fuck, uh, but for me, you know, I would, as long as she is open with him, you know, like he doesn't necessarily have to know who I am, but as long as she knows that she's doing something, then I would be fine with it because I understand that that's part of it. Yeah. And I understand that as long as that communication between the two of them is open, then in my sick, twisted mind, I'm bringing them closer together. You are. So yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like the military thing doesn't, you know. Because I know that, you know, he, he, he doesn't have much that he's enjoying out there. So mm-hmm. we're, we're giving him something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Lovely question, please, everybody. Keep them coming. Venus, how strong is your jealousy? Should your cook look after other women?
0: Oh, God, this is a great question. <laughs> no, he's not allowed to look at other women. And, like... I would never like share him with my girlfriends. He's not allowed to do anything with other women. Like that's a hard no. Don't even bring, ever bring it up. This is not ever going to happen. So this short answer to that question. I'm jealous as fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is unfair. I get to fuck whoever I want and talk about it all I want, but hell no, you don't get to do that. And that's, a, that's an absolute deal breaker for me. If a guy has any problem with that, then him and I are just never going
1: to date. Somebody said I just ruined a perfectly good pair of pants. <laughs> 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 well, I guess I don't have to ask if that person is enjoying the, podcast, the, the episode. Okay, so we answered the jealousy question. Let's see. How, somebody asked, how often is the husband not allowed to be present? He says, I don't feel I'm ready for an audience. And this is the wife asking that question. How often is the husband not allowed to be present? Um,
0: it's whatever she wants. I knew, like, yeah, sorry to answer that for you. Oh, no, no,
1: that, I'm glad you <laughs> chimed in.
0: It's whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs>
1: As long as, I mean, if she feels comfortable enough to be alone with the guy, then I feel like as a cuck, you should be doing whatever you can to make her more comfortable mm-hmm. with all of this. Yeah. So if it makes her a little uncomfortable to have the cuck present, then let her be alone Mm -hmm. if she trusts the person enough to be alone. Yeah,
0: there's a safety issue there.
1: Now you have different levels of alone. Alone can be, you know, her going to the guy's place or her going to a hotel with the guy, you know, um...
0: Him being in the other room. Yeah,
1: like (laughs) I I would say kind of take baby steps toward that. Like, you know, maybe get a hotel and, you know, maybe you go, you know, in the lobby or maybe you get a hotel with a suite and you let them go in the bedroom.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I just I'm just a big proponent of if she feels any even a slight amount of trepidation as far as being alone uh, with a bull then the husband should be not necessarily in the room, but within earshot. Yeah. You know, but if she feels totally at ease with the guy and feels comfortable and there's a rapport there and there's an understanding and a respect there, then, you know, uh, being alone is fine. Like I said, it's all about getting her more comfortable, you know, and I can understand in the beginning why she would feel uncomfortable because when you have that, That third person in the room, even if it's the husband, now she can't focus totally on herself, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning. She's worried about what does he see? How is he feeling? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it the way he's pictured it in his fantasies? Is there something I could be doing better? Like she's gonna be, you know, hard on herself and kind of putting herself under a microscope. And that might keep her from actually being able to enjoy the moment because she's wondering, are you happy? with what you're saying. And that might cause a certain level of anxiety in her. Um,
0: There's other ways for her to include him without him actually being there. If she wants to, if she doesn't want to include him, she doesn't have to. (laughs) She can tell him all about it
1: afterwards. (laughs) You know, but I I do think that, you know, it is important You know, that's the best way to put it, the wives love their husbands. They love their cucks. And no matter how selfish they may appear to be, they want him to enjoy it. They want him to get something out of it. Yeah. Um, so being able to find different ways for him to get what he needs whether it's making an audio recording or Mm -hmm. taking pictures or something like that and if you're with a bull who really knows what he's doing he'll make that a lot easier he'll make sure that the pictures get taken and everything like that so that she's able to just enjoy herself and kind of you know live in the moment yeah as opposed to kind of having this checklist of oh i got to remember to do this and i got to remember to do that and 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 everything else that's involved yeah so as far as how often is a husband not allowed to be present you know again each individual couple but as a you know uh, what i would tell the cucks is it's all about cuz you want her to enjoy this you know like you're, she's
0: not ready for yeah, you to be there yet
2: then Yeah
1: like you you, you want her to have a a, wait. a great time <laughs> and want to do it again so you do whatever you need to do to make sure that she's getting maximum enjoyment and if it makes her uncomfortable in the beginning to have you right there then it shouldn't take her telling you to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, you should be able to read her or have had open communication with her and say, you know what, baby, I'll go downstairs, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'll go in the other room, you know, and just offer that because it'll make her feel better with you offering to leave as opposed to putting her in a situation where she has to tell you to leave. Yeah. Because now she's wondering, okay, that I hurt his feelings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, is he going to be okay? Am I a bad person? So yeah, you especially in the beginning. I wouldn't be worried about it if I was
0: hurting his feelings.
1: <laughs> well, everybody's not. But as I know. Yeah, everybody's not as advanced as you. I know. <laughs> you know, you're you're on, you're on some other level. <laughs>
0: I am a cuckoldress.
1: <laughs> okay, what are the personality traits of a stag and a cuckold? Can you tell by meeting them?
0: That's
1: um, a good question. I, okay, and I've said this in a few episodes, and I'll just kind of say this quickly, and then I'll let uh, Venus take it from here. The common thread that joins a stag and a cuckold are they, and, I, and, I, and I'll say we, because I'm more in the stag you know, category myself. We all get pleasure from seeing... Our women with someone else, like that's the one thing that we have in common. That's the main, you know, thread that runs between us all. Where the difference comes in is how much sexual power does the female have? And to me, that's the only difference between a, a stag vixen couple and a, mm-hmm. and a cuckold couple is in a stag vixen couple, that sexual power is either a skewed towards the man because it might be a dominant submissive type of couple. And that's my own personal dynamic, or they're more of a, an equal partner type of couple where they talk about each encounter. You know, if they're both not on the same page, then it's not going to happen. Um, Whereas in a cuckold dynamic, it's the wife that holds the majority of the power and the husband has given up that power so it's all about what she wants when she wants it how she wants it who she wants it from and so as far as personality traits the cuckold is more about what does she want whereas the stag is like I'm happy with her being with other dudes, but I'm going to enjoy this too.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some enjoyment out of this too. Like I'm not just going to be totally just, you know, putting putting my needs to the side. Like there are things that I want to see. There are things that I want to be, you know, involved in. So if I were to say personality traits, the cuckold is just, it's totally about what she wants. Yeah. And I, I'm not like that. Like I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for cucks. I cannot be that unselfish. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you women who are able to find guys who are that unselfish. <laughs> I I cannot be that unselfish. You know.
0: I can't speak about uh, personality traits of stags because I just I don't I don't really spend much time around them at all, so I don't really know, but I do as far as personalities traits of cucks can i can i pick them out of a crowd no i totally cannot (laughs) (laughs) if they're staring at my queen of spades tattoo then yeah i can (laughs) but i found that um there's like a, a cuck can be anybody really can and but there's a lot of cucks in the military. There's a lot of cucks who are um, attorneys or police officers or um, owners of their own business or like they just seem to be in those fields for some reason. And what that says about the personality, I don't know, but that's just something I've noticed.
1: Yeah. As far as picking them up, I mean, I would have to talk, I can't just like look at the guy, you know, but if I can have, You know, even a brief conversation with them. And that's not just because I can pick them out, but I know the questions that I want to ask, Mm -hmm. you know, to kind of get to the heart of, you know, of, of, of what he's about and kind of what his motivations are. So, but good question though. Good question. Okay. Another question for you, Venus. Venus. Would you ever, okay, would you ever want to be owned or Black-owned by one bull as her dominant partner? Or is she mostly happy to view her bull her bulls as equal sexual partners? Oh,
0: that's a very good question. No, I don't want just one bull. Now, I'm not going to be owned by one bull. It's just never going to happen. Um, I am more submissive towards some of them but not all of them a lot like some of my bulls have just been like uh we're very equal and um others they just I don't know have some sort of power over me for some reason but um I'm never just like a a a sex slave to a bull I'm just never gonna be like that and it's just not who I am I think I'm I'm just too dominant in so many ways to be able <laughs> to just be like that, and I never want just one bull. I I I would never be satisfied with just fucking one dick. Like I just need a lot, the different guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So let's see. We got that question answered. So, Michael, how do your partners you live with feel about your lifestyle? Are they involved too? They, they've they always been aware of what I do. Uh, they're both aware of, of what I do. I don't want to go into, into too much detail about it um, because there's some personal uh, things involved as far as uh, things that limit uh, their involvement. But um, they know what I do. You know, I don't necessarily, as I say, I don't rub their faces in it. You know, because they're not able to participate as much as they would like to and but they don't want to hinder me in any way so you know i don't want to come home bragging about it because i know that they wish they could be there or they wish that they could participate you know in ways that they're just not able to for, for a variety of reasons so i'll just kind of leave that one at that but thanks for the question though i appreciate it okay question to venus Would you enjoy sex with your cuck too? Would it be the same?
0: That's a good question. Um, I have had relationships with a cuck before where...
1: uh, (laughs) More of a manly cuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Where we did have sex. um, But did I enjoy it in the same way? No. Um, I've had other relationships where I didn't have sex with him at all. And... I enjoyed that too. So he just happened to be really good at eating pussy. So <laughs> I was still having a great time. But um, I don't know. There's something about, like, I don't fall on either side of the fence. It's not a hard line for me. Um, it's totally dependent on the partner who I'm with and what I want, what I feel like doing with him. Um, that could vary person to person. So I'm, I'm pretty open to it. But is it the same? No. There's something really hot and sexy about fucking your cuck after your pussy's been destroyed by a black guy and having him be so turned on by the feeling of that that he can't control himself and he lasts like less than a minute. I that shit turns me the fuck on. I Love that. So in that scenario, I welcome that. (laughs) But I mean, that's very specific. So it's not like I'm making love with him on a Sunday night, you know, Netflix and chill or anything like that. Like, no, (laughs) <laughs> but I'm quite slutty, so if I was stranded on a fucking island somewhere with just my cock, I would fuck the shit out of him, probably.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, see, either him or this tree right here, right? I'd
0: be like, what the fuck else am I gonna do? <laughs> 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 That's some real talk, right there.
1: <laughs> okay. How do next question? How do couples manage the lifestyle in the context of family? Is secrecy preferable to openness? Or is there some kind of middle ground? Um, that's a tough one. You know, because I guess every, you know, for those who are parents, I think every parent's worst fear is, is you know, is, is their kids finding out. Um, I'm, I'm not going to talk about, because I have met couples in this lifestyle who are pretty much like second generation swingers, you know, where their, their parents did it and they were very open with them and now they do it and they say that their kids know, you know, so I'm not going to, because those couples are rare. So I'm not going to kind of, yeah, I've met
0: them too. I've met those kind of couples. Yeah. So
1: I'm not going to use those as the standard bearer because I know that they're not the norm. Um, But I see couples that are able to juggle it, you know, uh, pretty well. Uh, Some of them, when their kids get older and they feel like they can handle it, they may tell them some things, you know, not, all the gory details, but hey, mm-hmm. you know we like to have fun. You know this is what we do. We go to resorts. You know I think that they'll tell them just that. Some basic information. Yeah, basic stuff yeah. like we're swingers. Some simple stuff. Yeah. As opposed just, as opposed exactly. to yeah, Daddy likes to watch me get gangbanged. You know what I'm saying? I think they just kind of <laughs> yeah. leave it at the swinger Something. aspect of yeah. it. <laughs> Keep um, it. Simple. <laughs> you know, but you know, couples handle it in different ways, and you know, I would never condemn anybody's approach i mean if you have the type of relationship with your kids where you can be open and honest and they can handle it more power to you if you feel the need to keep it in two totally separate worlds more power to you whatever it takes to keep the peace in your own home yeah um but you know i
0: agree i think with kids um it's inevitable at some point they'll probably find out something. They don't need to know everything, right? But you don't need to, I mean, you, you should be shielding them. There should, it should be secret. And that's just the, that's just the parent thing. Um, As far as the rest of my family
2: goes,
0: (laughs) like parents and siblings and stuff, I come from a very open-minded family and um, my my parents they know a lot of what's going on in my life surprisingly they know a lot and I think they think I'm like some dominatrix I they don't know much else about it they've seen my tattoos they've kind of asked what it meant and um I don't know. I just don't like to hide
1: a lot of shit. Apparently, you're having effect an effect on a lot of the guys in the chat room. I'm getting all kinds of comments about you're ruining pants, and <laughs> guys are hard, and <laughs> you're causing a lot of wardrobe malfunction uh, across a- across the globe. <laughs> so hopefully that hopefully that makes you feel good.
0: Uh, fuck, I love that shit. Yeah. I,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, you're <laughs> you're causing all kinds of upheaval all over the place. Um, Okay, so we got that question. Uh, Just let everybody know, I'm having a blast doing this. Um, I can look at Venus's face and and tell that she is as well. So my only hope is that all of you are enjoying it, uh, listening as as much as we are uh, talking about it.
0: I love the questions. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I hope hope they never stop. Like, I hope that the next time we do this, people are like, oh, I'm all out of questions. Yeah. Like, I hope people always, always bring the questions. we ever reach the end of questions? I don't know. You know, I hope not. (laughs) Okay, question from Michael. Has a hot wife ever given their Cuck Chastity cage key to you for safekeeping? If so, what did you do with it? Um... Yes and no. Okay. Yes. I've been given a key, but was it the only key? No. Like I always make sure that there's a backup in the house, you know, somewhere just because emergencies do arise. And I don't want them to be like, okay, something happened. He's on the operating table. We got to cut this off. (laughs) Where's the key? Oh, our bull has it. Can you get in touch with him? No, we haven't seen him in a week. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I wonder if an ER has actually come across this.
1: You know, because I had, you know, my, (laughs) you know, my slave wears a collar and she's had to go to the hospital before. And you can't have that when they want to do Mm x-rays, you know, and the type of collar that it was, it locks, you know, with a special kind of screw. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, somebody had an Allen wrench to remove it or else they were going to have to cut it off. Now, imagine if that was a cage, <laughs> you know, so um, have I been given a key? Yes. Where do I keep it? When I'm not with them, probably in my wallet or something, you know, when I'm there, I'll display it, you know, uh, maybe I'll, I'll put it on like my shoe and tie it. Cause I don't, I don't really wear a lot of jewelry. So I I would like tie it to my shoelace or something, um, so that when I tell them to take off my shoes, because whenever I'm with a couple, I'll make them you know take off my shoes, set them up neatly on the floor, take Mm -hmm. off my pants, fold them up, you know my my briefs, fold them up. Like you're not just going to toss my clothes anywhere. You're going to fold them neatly and put them in a pile, you know where I can see them. I want you to I want to see you folding my clothes like you work in Nordstroms or something. Like I want the good fold you know i don't want the walmart fold i want the you know i want the good fold but yeah i always make sure that there is a you know a backup key within reach just because that's that's being realistic you know i never want to put them in a situation where something you know like i said somebody has to cut it off or you know he's going out of town and he can't go through the metal detector with this thing on you know or what have you so but great question though thank you Okay. Here's a question. What about bulls who are biracial like the rock or does he have to be strictly black?
2: That's a
0: good question. Um, One of my favorite bulls is half black and I didn't know this for the longest time, actually. (laughs) It doesn't really make a big difference to me. It doesn't.
1: Well, okay. Here's my take on that. And this is even like pre-lifestyle stuff for me. We come in so many different shades. Yeah. Like I've seen two dark-skinned parents have a light-skinned child. Yeah. You know, my mother, my own mother is very fair-skinned. You know, so if you look at a black man, if he's light-skinned, you can't automatically assume that he's biracial. Mm-hmm. So unless you ask or unless he offers up that information how would you even know that he, like, he could just be light-skinned, you know? So I don't, you know, I don't really think that it's important, you know? It's just, I know that there are women out there who prefer darker-skinned guys, and I've encountered women who prefer lighter-skinned guys, you know? My thing has always been, as a bull, don't, don't don't get caught up in the women who aren't looking for what you bring to the table. If they're not into who you are or what you're about, focus your, focus your attention on those women who are, because they're going to appreciate you a lot more and you're going to enjoy the experience a lot more. You know, like for me personally, I am a tall man, but I'm also a slender guy. I'm never going to be that ripped dude. So if I meet a woman and that's, that's all that she's into, I'm not going to waste my time dealing with her. I'm not trying to convince her that I'm worth playing with. I already know that I am, but she's just not into what I'm bringing to the table. And it goes both ways. Sometimes you might meet a woman who's not necessarily doing it for you. You know, so as far as the, the biracial thing, if you're asking as a bull... Who needs to know? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like,
0: I didn't know this guy was yeah, black, be- and he's like my fucking favorable. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 he is beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, nobody really needs to know. So I just keep that to yourself, unless they ask, you know. But, you know, a, a lot of this is, you know, keep the fantasy going, man. <laughs> if she wants to believe that you're both your parents are black and they're not, hey, what harm is it? <laughs> if she's getting off on it, just ride with it okay uh mrs russell asks in men how small is too small now before i have you answer that are you talking about in a bull or in a cuck maybe you can okay she said he said either so okay we'll start with the cuck is is there such thing as too small
0: Uh, A cuck that's too small? It doesn't really matter to me.
1: (laughs) Because you figure he's not getting that anyway.
0: Well, I mean, he might or he might not, but it's not like I'm dependent on him to have my pussy destroyed. So it doesn't really matter to me.
1: Okay, hold on one second. I just have somebody ask a question. I want to answer it because it pertains to asking questions. Um, For Craig and anybody else who's new, if you go to the, the home screen of the app or if you're looking on a computer, there's an icon at the bottom of the screen that says Q&A. If you just click that, uh, it, it puts your question in a queue so I can see it as opposed to trying to follow in the chat scroll, which can be kind of distracting. So uh, that's where you can ask your question. I'm gonna really try to get to all of them. I can't believe it's already been like an hour and a half already.
0: Yeah, move it along. We need, to, you know. <laughs> we need to answer some more
1: questions. Okay, so we answered the too small. Oh, now for a bull, is there such thing as too small for a bull?
0: Oh, but yeah, obviously. <laughs> for me, I'm a size queen. If he's like less than nine, I, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> That's just me
1: (laughs) Okay Venus What about the idea Of one of your girlfriends Cuck sitting While you're out With another guy And he's in chastity It's an interesting term I've never heard that term before
0: Cuck sitting Yeah I've never heard that either And Would you be into that? No I don't want that
1: shit (laughs) So you want him home Waiting for you Yeah fuck
0: that He doesn't need any company No No
1: well, there you have your answer. You want honesty? She just gave it to you. Hell no. Hell no. She don't play that shit. <laughs> she don't play that shit. Cuck sits, cuck sits home and waits alone and watches Netflix. Yeah. You know, he's lucky if he gets that. Yeah. You know, she might make him watch PBS. <laughs> okay, I think we. I think we already answered this question. How much do you uh, want? Oh, okay, wait a minute. How much do you want to feel or see the jealousy of your cuck? Like seeing your cuck being jealous.
0: Oh, um, jealous. Okay, I want to define that first. <laughs> I like cuck angst. I like that. Um, as far as like a real negative jealousy, like he really truly is all all, all of a sudden like insecure. I do not not like that shit at all. Like don't, don't bring that shit on me. I don't like it. Um, if I feel like I need to like you know, reassure him and, and like, oh fuck that shit. I don't, I have no patience for it. But uh, as far as like cuck angst goes, I just love it. I love it. I think that's, I don't know. It's just a bit of a, that's kind of like emotional dance that you have between each other. (laughs) I love it.
1: Okay. Okay. Here's a question that I was, somebody actually emailed me this and I found it very interesting and I wanted to, to, to share. Someone asked me, do I ever feel bad for a cuck? And that's kind of a two-part answer. Do I feel bad for the cucks who are married? No, because they have found someone.
0: They're the lucky ones. Yeah,
1: they have found someone to share this with. Yeah. Do I feel bad for the cuck's Who are trying to find someone on a certain level? Because I know that, like, like cuckolding is not the type of thing that people go looking for. It finds you, yeah. Like it, it it finds you, and the bug bites you, and you cannot get rid of it. Yeah, you know. And I've heard from cucks who, you know, honestly, they hate being this way. But as I've often said, we don't control what turns us on. Mm -hmm. And they hate the fact that this is the only thing that turns them on. So the Mary Cucks, no, I don't feel bad for because they're, like she said, they're the lucky ones. (laughs) The ones that have not found that special person with, because I know how much it consumes their thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And I know how frustrating that is, yeah. and i I feel bad for that part because it's like they're stuck with something, and if they had a choice, they would probably rather not be that way, yeah, but they really don't have a choice, yeah and it's like, all about that. yeah, it's like <laughs> dude, you just gotta deal with it yeah like it's it sucks
0: you just but, keep looking
1: <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta you gotta keep grinding, okay, another question. <laughs> um where did i see it okay this is for me what is it like to be the undisputed alpha male in a room full of horny women (laughs) 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 um feels good short answer feels good um i'm a very playful person so i have fun with it Um, One of the things that I enjoy about my parties is I very rarely play at my parties. So to many of the wives who come to my parties, I'm kind of seen as off limits. Like, we know he's not going to play, but they still try because
0: they can't have you, they want you even more. Exactly,
1: and <laughs> ultra I, desirable. And I, and I and I enjoy you know playing with that. And I've had a few instances where I do decide to play, and it's almost like this ripple goes through the room, like oh shit, Mike was playing, <laughs> you know. And that you know that's that's fun. You know, I like it for me. It's fun to kind of sit back and watch some of the guys try to out alpha each other. You know, and I, I never really participate in that. You know, I kind of let my energy speak for itself. And some, some women are able to pick up on it and some don't. You know, um, I'm fine with that. But I'm, I'm, I'm very secure in, in who I am and how I fit into this whole lifestyle. So I don't necessarily walk around the room flaunting it. I'm just me you know, some people pick up on that energy. Some people don't, you know, my main thing at my parties, you know, with all of these women there is I'm trying to make sure that they are having a great time. That's the, that's the most important thing to me at my parties is making sure all of the wives are having, you know, a great time. So, you know, there's the answer to, to, to that question. Okay. We answered the jealousy question. Okay, for Venus, as a white cuckold couple, my wife had a pregnancy scare with her BBC a few months ago. Hot, hot in fantasy, but shit scary in reality. Mm-hmm. Have you had any scares? If so, how did you react? Fuck. <sighs> now, if there's something that's too personal, I mean, you're not, you know, you can decline to answer. I don't want you to feel like there's an obligation, but people are going to ask, so.
0: Um, yeah. I have had a scare and it was definitely not something I wanted to go through and not something I want to go through again. It's definitely like, yeah, you've, there's lots of fantasies out there about that. And my first cuck boyfriend definitely fantasized about stuff like that happening and stuff. But, and I, I see the appeal of that, but going through it is something entirely different. And yeah, no, I'm not interested in that again.
1: Well, this is something interesting that Russell said about his wife. He says he has had her for 30 years. Now it's her turn. She's missed out on 30 years of orgasm. So she's, <laughs> she's got a lot of lost time to make up Go for. Go for
0: it, girl. <laughs> Enjoy it.
1: <laughs> Pardon the pun, but grab the bull by the horns. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this question. Uh, I guess she's asking you: Does your cuck ever get jealous?
2: I don't have a cuck.
1: Okay, well, so much for that question.
0: <laughs> I did have one who got jealous, like in a negative way, and that shit turned me off so fast. Like I was just like, boom, immediately. Like I, you know what? This is not cool. Like don't. And I said that to him: Don't ever bring that on me again. That was that's ridiculous.
1: Venus, where do you play with your bulls? Home, hotel, bulls place?
0: Um, it's not normally at home. Um, and a lot of my bulls actually uh, are athletes, so they are not located in my city. They come there once in a while, or I fly out to see them. So it's usually in hotels. And, um, or like I've got some in Washington, so it's just a few hours drive away. So, um, I'm usually traveling to them or they're traveling to me.
1: <laughs> what do you have it? Okay. Michael, are the bulls at your parties all unmarried or are they a mix of married and unmarried? Can you tell the difference between them by the way they behave, act at the parties? That's a good question. Um, Hmm. Honestly, I try not to dive too much into that, but at the same time, I'm not naive. And what I mean by that is, I wouldn't say that they're married, but I'm sure many of them probably have girlfriends that don't know about this. But the way that I look at it is... if you're going to stray, if you're the kind of guy that's going to play on the side, my thing is at least be smart about it. And what I mean by being smart about it is when you go to a party, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's that moment, like nobody's blowing up your phone the next day. You're not trying to split your time and take this one to the movies and take that one out to dinner and spending Valentine's Day with three, four or five different women. So I don't get into their personal lives. They all have their different reasons for being in a lifestyle. You know, I'm not here to judge. You know, maybe their girl is boring in bed. You know, maybe she doesn't suck dick the way that he would like her to, you know. Uh, but they've been together for so long and maybe they have a kid together. So it's not like he can just get rid of her, you Mm -hmm. know? So every, everybody has their, their different reasons. I'm very realistic about all of this, Um, you know, and, you know, let's be honest, you know, the, 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 life of a bull, pardon me, for some guys, like you look at the wife at the end of the day, she's going home to her husband You know, a lot of these bulls at the end of the day, they're going home to an empty house, you know, on Valentine's Day, they're by themselves, you know, like it's not, yes, it's exciting being a bull, but it's, it's not the most emotionally fulfilling life, like, and, you know, you want to get those emotions filled somehow. I mean, like I said, I'm fortunate I have a home life you know, to go home to where I don't have to be the bull. Um, but some of these guys don't have that. They just, they go home to an empty house. So to answer the question, I don't get into what their relationship status is. I just hope that they're smart. Cause the last thing I need is some angry girlfriend <laughs> banging on the door of a hotel because a guy left the address to where the party is. And she found out and came to the hotel and is standing outside, cursing him out and, keying his car. Shit. Like I, in other words, I don't need the drama. Yeah. So if you're going to come to one of my functions, your shit better be on point. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Your shit better be on point. Great questions. I'm loving this. Oh no. It looks like we're getting to the end of the questions. I hope people have more questions. Um, okay. From hot wife, 801. What is the kinkiest thing you have ever done with a cuckold couple, uh, or bull, Michael and Venus? <laughs>
0: The kinkiest thing I've ever done mm-hmm. with a bull. Oh fuck! I don't know. I gotta think
1: about this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I don't know. Um, hmm.
1: I mean, we're all adults here. I mean, I you know, maybe it's maybe it's the cocktails talking. You know, people are into different things. People have different levels of kink. Uh, I'm a pretty open-minded dude. You know, I've I've pissed on couples. Mm -hmm. I mean, that we're into that, you know, that's been fun. Um, (laughs) I I wish I could like see the faces of the people that are listening (laughs) right now when I said that. (laughs) Um, um, Kinky stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. I
0: think, okay.
1: I mean, I've, 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 I've fucked a wife while she fucked her husband with a strap on um that was interesting uh you know uh logistic wise that can sometimes be a little difficult to make the position work um but like i said that was interesting you know but how about you Venus?
0: okay i can only think of like a few things (laughs) um oh kinky as shit okay so i fucked a bull on a webcam in a chat room um, where like I don't know 100 people watched and he actually fisted me and I squirted all over the fucking laptop
1: <laughs> uh, it's, I've heard of so, so many people ruining their
0: I know I was really concerned about way. it I was like immediately like oh no <laughs> what am I going to do <laughs> but that was pretty fun um, he liked to be watched though he, he really enjoyed doing that stuff um I don't know I guess like I guess that's the kinkiest I mean like I have had I share them with my girlfriends we do group shit like I does that count as kinky I don't know maybe everybody
1: everybody's not doing
2: that
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know um yeah I guess like for me uh, the level of kinky is like way 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 up there so it's hard for me to think of way 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 (laughs) up there but
1: yeah, Russ said not not into the pee stuff. <laughs> kinky, she's had Russ clean her. This is from Tammy. She's had Russ clean her afterwards as her and her bull made out.
0: Oh, okay, that sort of stuff.
1: Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. like I said, kinky is is it's different to different couples. It's you subjective. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's yeah. subject. It's I subjective. You know, so yeah. You know what's kinky to one couple is you know, is a daily occurrence to another couple. So that's one of those things that it, it, it just depends on, on, on what the couples enjoy. I know me personally, I enjoy finding out what a person's darkest desires are. Like, I want to know the shit that scares you to even admit yeah. that you think about. And my thing that I've learned is everybody has those thoughts. They just aren't necessarily comfortable sharing them. Yes. But everybody has those fantasies that they kind of keep locked away in that back closet of their mind, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but it's there. And for me, I have this desire to find out what is in there. Yeah, I've usually been very successful at getting that information. Every once in a while, somebody will be like really wary about admitting it, but I have a tendency to go after that information pretty hard.
0: Yeah, I know that.
1: So, <laughs> so I, I, I get it that, like, I, I, I want to know that, like what's that shit that worries you mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd be surprised what some people are into. I'll just leave it at that.
0: Well, yeah, I guess with my first cut, like he really wanted me to fuck his dad and I totally would have if I had the chance. So maybe that's some kinky shit. I don't know. Yeah,
1: damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damn right it is. Okay, what do we have for... Okay, Venus, do you have a preferred chastity device? Yeah. Pad Padlocks versus locks built into the device.
0: Oh, I do not like the ones with the built-in locks. Only reason why is they come with the ugliest fucking keys. Like, I want, an, I, I want a pretty key that I can wear around my neck, not these big fucking huge ugly things that come with the built-in locks. I, I really don't like those. I like, I guess the look of the built-in lock is nicer because it's smoother and it's not so bulky and whatever. But the keys, if, if only they made the keys nicer, then I'd be happy. Um, I like the mature metal Queen's Keep cage. I just like the look of it. I like um, that it's custom made. I do not like any of the plastic cages I don't like any of the bought off the shelf cages. They never fit them correctly. And it's all about the
2: fit. Mm -hmm.
0: And I know that the custom made ones, you have to take time measuring yourself out properly and stuff like that. And then you order it and it takes a long time. It is also very expensive. But I think in the long run, that's the only thing that I think you should choose. Those plastic ones bought off the shelf, they never last. They don't (laughs) fit right. They pinch the guy. It's just, they're just, they don't work.
1: Okay, yeah, I feel like you can answer this next question better. What is cuck angst? Oh, it'd
0: be better for a cuck to explain that one. But (laughs) Um, cuck angst is like this feeling of excitement mixed with fear, um, mixed with. Um sort of some hesitation, but also getting turned on it's all of it's like this big combination of all of those kinds of emotions all at the same time. That's what I feel like it is, but I think a cuck would be best to describe that
1: <laughs> well, hopefully maybe next time we do a live broadcast we can have a a cuck here to kind of answer the yeah. Uh, And if anybody anybody out there listening would like to be on one of our live, you know, broadcasts, you know, uh, definitely let me know because this is something that I would like to do at at least twice a month. You know, so the more guests we can get, the better the show will be. Okay, uh, Tammy is asking how old we are. Me personally, I am 48. Venus, do you want to divulge your...
0: I'm 40, although at the club last night, someone thought I was 28, so. Well,
1: there
0: you go. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I technically am 40.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, this is for Venus. I know that Venus has tattoos, but does she like the tattoos on her bulls? Have you ever seen any cucks with a cuck tattoo?
0: Yeah, I've seen some cuck tattoos. I've never really found one that I liked. Um, That's not to say that I wouldn't want my cuck to have one. I just would have to really figure out one that I like. Um, Tattoos on bulls, that's hot. Of course I like that shit. Yeah, and most of them do. I think maybe only one or two that didn't ever have a tattoo. But I've never seen a, a bull with a tattoo that signifies a bull. For some reason, just, I've never seen that.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking. I've, I've, I've yet to see anyone either. I'm kind of curious what that tattoo would even look like. Yeah. Okay, we have a, a question for you, Venus. Uh, uh, Hotwife801 asks, she says, I am a mid-30s stay-at-home mom. Uh, Venus, how do you find a reliable bull? It's not as easy as you would think.
0: Oh, it's so, f- I feel you, girl. It is hard. <laughs> no, oh, this, yeah, no, fuck. It's not easy at all. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that will fuck you if you want to fuck them. But um, to find a really reliable, uh, reliable bull, it's, not easy. You actually have to go through, uh, for me anyway, you have to go through a lot of them to find the good ones. And as you do that, you become, I guess, more efficient at figuring out how to figure, like find out right away, is this the kind of guy that I want or not? I mean, ultimately you have to have some really good sexual chemistry with the guy and he might check all the boxes in, in different areas, size, height, whatever, Or availability, but if you guys don't have that sexual chemistry, that's you know going to make you want to see the guy again, then forget about it. So um, I think you just have to like try a lot of guys. Unfortunately, (laughs) it's and I mean that sounds fun and everything like that, but it kind of sucks because like I'm lucky now. I have a stable of bulls on Speed Dial that I love, and it's. Fantastic. Could I use more? Always. But
1: <laughs> such a slut. <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> but
0: I mean, I went through I fucked a lot of guys to find out the ones that I really like. And so it's not, it's not
1: easy. Again, great questions, everybody. Love the questions. Somebody says, Venus, when are you coming back to Montreal?
0: Oh, I'd love to come back to Montreal. I loved Montreal. That was a beautiful city. I fucked a bull in Montreal, actually.
1: Okay, we have somebody who says, okay, this is from Dean. My girlfriend has been really into having me eat her pussy while she's fucking herself with her dildo. And it's sometimes it seems like she's just trying to rub my face in her pussy and dildo rather than having me eat her pussy. <laughs> what experience do you two have with this position act and what are your thoughts on it?
0: I'm trying to um, picture it. And yeah, it me would too. it be like a little difficult? Like, is his face in her ass? Because that would be more likely. But I don't, I don't really know how big is this dildo because I picture the ones I own and they're massive. So that would be like <laughs> really difficult. So I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not familiar with that position. I mean, I love to rub his face in my pussy. I mean, that's fucking fantastic. But I can't imagine having a dildo in there at the same time. I don't know.
2: I um, picture that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be awkward. I mean, I've had husbands lay under their wives. I've had husbands, you know, come at her from the back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I would say is, it <laughs> this is funny to say. <laughs> Spit it out. I want to know. Shave. Shave. <laughs> shave the guy the your face
0: yeah shave. Oh, oh yeah don't even get me started on this shit Shave. If, if you are not smooth as a baby's butt then do not bring your fucking face towards my pussy because no
1: yeah there, there's nothing worse than fucking a guy's wife from behind and he's you know underneath her licking her <laughs> cleaning her what have you and you feel like I don't want to feel your stubble against my ball. <laughs> you know, like I don't.
0: How I, do you think it feels on our on our pussy? Like seriously, it's not it's not good. Like yeah, either you yeah. like have enough scruff where it's soft or you shave it so that it's like, yeah, either, completely smooth. Yeah, either
1: shave or condition that shit. It's 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 got to be silky. Yeah. It's it's got to be soft. Please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> And it's someone, real talk. yes, yeah, exactly. That's real talk right there on the Keys and Anklets podcast. <laughs> You're not going to get that anywhere else. Um, but uh, someone had chimed in and said, angst is this like the feeling you get riding a roller coaster approaching the top?"
0: <gasps> oh, who said that? I love uh, Russ, that. Russ. Oh said my God, that. I love that. That is great. I, I will never forget that.
1: It's just like I guess your stomach is all in knots. Yes,
0: I love you, that. You
1: know it's coming, and you can't stop it.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. I need to quote that. I'll be like, that is Russ who said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Russ, Russ, said, Russ said that. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, he said it's more like licking her clip while she's in doggy above me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's definitely a shaved area. Um, but um
0: I've actually only let one cuck do that. I don't normally let a cuck, like, participate in that.
1: Okay, somebody asked this question to both of us. How long can you live without an orgasm?
0: Oh, my God. Um, If it's more than, like, a week, I'm grumpy. If it's more than like two weeks, I'm a bitch. <laughs> if it's any longer than that, then I'm climbing the walls. Like it's yeah, no.
1: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. Yeah, probably like at, at least like once a day, whether it's self inflicted or.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough privacy in my life yeah. to be able to do that every day, but I would.
1: Yeah, see, I'm a night owl, so <laughs> even if I have to wait until everybody goes to sleep and. <laughs> You know, I'm 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 getting mine somehow, <laughs> some way. Uh, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Question for both of you: Are you verbal, noisy, talking dirty when having sex?
0: Oh, okay, I'm loud as fuck. I've been so loud that the police like. <laughs> Five police officers showed up at the door. Or and for six. those of you don't
1: know that that's contained on Venus's after party episodes. Yeah, so that story.
0: A, I went into detail yeah, about that story. If you're in the a after Patreon supporter,
1: episode. be sure to go and listen to that.
0: Yeah, that's no that's no joke. I mean, it was an apartment building, and the apparently I woke up people in the entire building and the building across the street. <laughs> so I'm a little loud, <laughs> but and then yeah, I like. I like it when a bull is verbal. I like it when he's talking a little bit or saying things. I love that. If he's like entirely quiet, it's just weird. It's weird. I'm like, are you okay over there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you all right? <laughs> they
1: say, Were you arrested?
0: No. No, I wasn't. They just wanted to make sure I was okay. <laughs> it was it was fucking hilarious because the three female cops who came in to see me, um, and talked to me they they said well you know some people can't tell if it's screams of pain or screams of pleasure i was like oh fuck shut up
1: (laughs) okay so hot wife 801 has a question for venus uh venus do you prefer your cucks to be locked up in chastity watching masturbating or at home waiting and wondering what is happening
2: i
0: love all three equally I do. I, it would be so hard for me to pick just one of those.
1: Um, so you like to switch it up.
0: I do. And yeah, I guess like, it, it just depends on the relationship too. Like,
1: I would say this, and again, not, this is not something that I have personal experience with, but I would just say uh, for the women out there who are cuckoldresses, em- embrace the fact that it's, it's what you want. Like one day you may be in a mood to have them yeah. caged. One day you may be in a mood to make them go to another part of the house. Yeah. One day you may be in the mood to have him sit at home. Like, don't feel like you have to just do it one way, like embrace the, the idea that you have options. It's all about you. you They're know, all fun. Yeah, like yeah. He, he may pout, but even enjoy it when he pouts. Because yeah. like, like I always say, you know, people have heard me say this, a wet pussy never lies, a hard dick never lies. <laughs> so he can pout all he wants, but if his little dick is hard, if it, if
0: guess it's what? In that cage. Yeah, If it's straining in that cage. If it's
1: straining in that cage, guess what? He's enjoying that shit. <laughs> so em, em, embrace your inner goddess. Don't limit yourself. Yeah. You know, whatever you're in the mood for at a particular time, it's your world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so embrace it, own it, run with it. Have fun with it. He says, uh, can we have a live Q&A with Venus and Hot Wife 801 someday?
2: Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, if if, if, if Hot Wife 801 is open to it, you know, I would, I would love to arrange that. I'll just be the moderator. I'll just mm-hmm. let the two of them gab. Oh, fuck. Know,
0: that would be so fun. You know, yeah. just
1: gab. Yeah. And, I, and I think I'd probably, I mean, she, she had to leave the chat earlier, but I would definitely probably have Anne involved in that also.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: You know, but the yeah. More
0: the, the more the merrier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to put together... Like a, 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 a round table of women. It's talking hard about with the lifestyle. schedules, though. Okay, she says she's game, so we just got to make it happen. We, Yay. we just have to find the time that, <laughs> you know, we just have to find the time that, that works for everybody. But she says she's definitely game, so. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Okay, so I got that question, got that question, got that question. Oh, wow. I'm all, I'm all out of those questions. So let me go back to the ones that were submitted. Okay, this is interesting. Have I ever cucked a black man? If yeah. not, why? If so, can you tell us about it? I have met black cucks. I have talked to black cucks. I have yet to have the occasion to actually be intimate with a couple where the cuck was black. Um, honestly I don't know how it would make me feel I'm, I'm curious to see how I would react in that situation mm-hmm. I guess I wonder um, because I've, I've seen pictures of, of black cucks locked in chastity and for the most part it looks different you know it's like because I guess normally when you see a guy in a cage you know it's, it's, it's kind of small like you don't Rarely do you see like a big dick in a cage, (laughs) you you know, so I don't, I don't know how I would react in that situation. I'm curious to find out, you know, I'm curious to see, you know, how, you know, how I would handle it personally. But no, I've, I've, I've never been, um, Okay, here's a very interesting question. Somebody said, I find the idea of my wife and I being dominated by a black couple to be extraordinarily hot. How do you feel that black women can fit into this lifestyle? And why do you think there seems to be an absence of black women? Great question. If, I've often said, if I had this to do all over again, like if you could take me back to the beginning and give me the knowledge that i have now i would have probably put more effort into finding a black woman to enter this lifestyle with and the reason why i say that is i've met people that have that urge and it is so strong and Mm -hmm. i i try i've told many black women about this lifestyle like yo you would be worshipped so much you know like i try to turn as many of them onto it you know as i can because there's it's almost like a level of reverence for them and i i would love for them to experience that You know, and, um, but there's, I feel like they definitely could be represented more than they are. So, you know, hopefully more of them will listen, you know, to the show and, you know, and, 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 and come into it.
0: Yeah, it would be nice.
1: So here's a question that somebody posed to you. This is one that was emailed to me Venus. What's some advice you could give to a woman who's hesitant to get involved in cuckolding because she finds it difficult to be mean? even if her husband wants her to Yeah, be.
0: that's pretty common. And I totally, I get that. I understand that. That's really common for women to have, you know, feel challenged in getting to know that side of themselves. And as far as advice, I just, just take it slowly. Just go little by little. A lot of the humiliation aspect of cuckolding is very, very subtle. And so these women get freaked out about it because they think of humiliation as being like overtly cruel acts or saying mean things or doing mean things when really like there's a lot that's just very, very subtle and um, just a little comment here or there or the way she looks at him or um, something that she'll send him or a little laugh or a giggle at something. and, and, just start with stuff like that. And also, it really helps to reach out to women who are already comfortable in that role to get advice from them.
1: I know Hot Wife 801, you know, can speak can speak to that. You know, I actually did an interview with her. I'm trying to think if I released it yet. I think I'm still editing it. But she actually speaks about that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having her with this kind of Q&A with you because that's something that she has... Uh, Very intimate knowledge with, Mm -hmm. you know, and about.
0: I think women can help support each other in that phase, during Mm -hmm. that phase, or to get to, or to mentor other women who are going through that phase to um, help to get, feel more comfortable with that part of themselves. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Okay. uh, Let's see. Somebody says, Michael, I know your parties are located in New York. Ever had a British couple attend? have I ever had anyone – I've had people come from all over. Don't think I specifically had anyone uh, from the U.K. yet. Uh, more than welcome to attend if we can make the dates work. You know, my party, my parties are, are open. I love giving people their first experience at attending a party. You know, uh, my parties are actually something that I want to take to an even higher level. You know, I want to do them – In different cities around the country to give people access to them because everybody can't get to New York, you know, and even if they get to New York, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be having a party during the time that they're here. But I enjoy doing parties. You know, it's not even so much about me doing anything. I just enjoy seeing people having a great time at something that I put together like that in itself brings me a lot of pleasure, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you ever find yourself in New York and you know, it, it happens to be a time that I'm having a party, you're more than welcome to attend. Uh, Venus, have you ever been with a British bull?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: <Put it> th- <laughs> let me, let me put it this way. <laughs> Would you enjoy fucking Idris Alba? No. So th- is it the accent?
0: It's just, it's just not my type. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I fucked one black guy. He's not like a bull, but I fucked a black guy who was British, is British. And it unfortunately wasn't a great experience with him. Doesn't mean that it's, he's representative of everybody from there, but um, yeah, it was not, it's not a great, it was just very, yeah. And I never talked to him. I didn't call him back or anything like that after that, but the, the accent does throw me off. (laughs)
2: I will say that
0: it fucking throws me off I'm used to this like these American black guys with their fucking smooth talking just the, their swagger like other confidence and all of that shit and then you get like a, that accent just fucking completely throws me off because I think about like drinking tea and the queen and like shit <laughs> like that And I'm like oh my god like it's just, just different reaction in my brain
1: Mm. Okay. So I actually, I have a question for Venus. What, it's a two-part question. What is the difference between a black guy and a black bull? And how do you know when you're dealing with a bull?
0: Um, well, first of all, I'm open with every Pretty much every guy that I fuck, I tell them right away, like, this is who I am. This is my blog. This is what I do. Um, This is what I want you for. And um, if they're open-minded towards that, then that's great. I will fuck him. I don't expect him to be a bull right off the bat. But if he's open to learning about it then I'm more than happy to help him out with that.
1: He said you just destroyed the UK. <laughs> I'm so
2: sorry. I'm fucking
0: so sorry. But like, um, I, I'm... <laughs> shit. Well, you know what? A black dis- dick is a black dick. So I would still fuck him if I was over there. But, how but can- the accent does throw me off. Okay. It does.
1: So with the bull question, like, how are you able to... Like, when do you perceive the difference like or what do you perceive the difference as
0: um well like obviously there's a big difference but like if the guy has no idea what a, a cuckolding is or what a bull is or what a queen of spades is or anything like that then there's obviously a lot of like teaching involved and, and if he's open to it then great if he's not then i might fuck him once and that's about it but um if a guy comes along and he already understands what it is to be a bull. Like there's this guy in Toronto and I have yet to meet him cause I haven't been to Toronto, but like he is a bull in every sense of the word. Like he is comfortable in that role. He is just naturally sexy as fuck and dominant and just takes what he wants. But in a very respectful, he's also very respectful. Like we have some very respectful conversation, but he gets it. He yeah. understands what it is to be able. He's in a relationship with his girlfriend. They're open. She knows he does this on the side. She is happy with that. She's okay with it. And he's has a lot of experience. So I don't have to explain anything to him. I don't have to teach anything to him. If anything, he's on like a higher level of kinkiness than me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Shh. some of the stuff he says, I'm like, well, fuck! That just kind of blew my mind, but mm. <laughs> it's nice to not have to explain shit.
1: Okay, so wow, that that was a very fast two hours. That's long. That was that
0: was, but it went by quick.
1: That was that was a fast two hours. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and and kind of tie this up now. Okay, how, Wife 801 has a question for Venus. I'll get let this be the last question. She asks, uh, "Do you prefer one bull, or would you rather have a gangbang?"
0: Um, right now, I prefer one or two bulls at the most, um, but I'm saving uh, my first gangbang for my wedding night. So I'm just definitely not going to go for that until that that special night.
1: And there you have it. So I want to thank all of you for participating in the first live broadcast of the keys and anklet podcast. Uh, I was nervous going into it because I didn't know how many people were going to attend. I set a very modest goal for myself and I, I exceeded that goal. Uh, She says she loved your answer, by the way. (laughs) Um, But all of you, you know, definitely made it easy. I mean, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I know Venus has as well. Yeah, it's fun. You know, hopefully all of you listening have enjoyed listening and would like it to be something uh, that continues. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say for all of you out there who are Patreon supporters, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this I wouldn't be able to do this were it not for your contributions. For those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, I hope that that changes um, because it is important. I mean, there's so much more that I want to do with this. There's so many ways that I feel like I can serve this community and I can help this community, you know, but as much as I would love to do it out of the kindness of my heart, (laughs) I got to eat, you know, um, and this is a tremendous investment as far as time is concerned. Um, So like I said, for those of you who are not Patreon supporters, hopefully you will become one. I kind of had this episode open to everybody so that everybody could hear it. But as kind of a thank you to my Patreon supporters, for the most part, it's going to be limited to the people who are actually supporting the podcast. So hopefully this episode and these types of episodes are enough to, you know, encourage many of you who are not yet supporters to become supporters because you see it as something worth supporting.
0: And the link to the Patreon is on the keys and anklets um, website. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you just go on there. It's super easy to sign up. And it's just a very small monthly contribution to support something that you love.
1: (laughs) So, you know, thank you to everybody for taking some time out of your Friday night to listen to us just babble. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I know that it can be even better. So thank you. I hope everybody has a great weekend you know, for all of the, the, the cuckoldresses who are listening, you know, hopefully you'll go and sit on your husband's face after this, Yeah. you know <laughs> um, you know, for all the aspiring cucks out there, go find some good porn to <laughs> to, to, to get off to. And um, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all. I, I really appreciate it. And for those of you who, you know, who kept the questions coming, it made it so much easier because I don't have to think about, well, what am I going to talk yeah, about? Was great question. You know, I didn't have to come up with any kind of outline or anything. You guys were very consistent with the questions and they were very good and very thought provoking. So thank you all. Venus, anything you want to say in closing?
0: I just want to say, um, I had a great time. Thank you for joining us and happy new year to everyone.
1: Absolutely. Happy new year. Be safe. You know, however you choose to party.
0: And join us for the next one.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. Thank you, everybody. And everybody have a blessed night. Thank you.